0: You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on TV. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I am Dustin Gold. Welcome back to Payne.TV slash Gold. You are listening to the Dustin gold standard as we are here starting to unravel what is technocracy ladies and gentlemen all right let me just repeat where we left off it says in its most extreme form technocracy is an entire government running as a technical or engineering problem and is mostly hypothetical All right, let's continue. In more practical use, technocracy is any portion of a bureaucracy run by technologists. Okay, so as I just said, all of these government agencies are under the executive branch the president the president of the united states then hires directors to run the various agencies so let's just say you have the fbi you have the dod you have the cia you have all of these departments hhs cdc and then what happens is the president nominates these directors the directors are then put in front of congress the legislative branch And they go through a dog and pony show, and then they get installed as the directors. And then those directors each oversee a portion of bureaucracy. So everyone who works at the CDC is part of a bureaucracy. And then they hire all of these people within the bureaucracy to run the bureaucracy. So in a sense, folks, we are already in this technocracy because look at First, first off, let me just point this out because it's very important before I forget. And this is why I covered Elon Musk yesterday in part, okay? So Elon Musk, as you see by that article, the government now is saying, uh, let me see how I can put this. The government is now saying, okay, oops, oops, we handed over all this power to Elon Musk. And so Elon Musk, this business magnate, this technologist – is now overseeing major parts of our government, major parts of each of these departments, right? Or Peter Thiel, for instance. His company, Palantir, started with CIA and QTEL money, is now embedded inside of almost every government agency running their databases and such. So they've outsourced the running of these bureaucracies to these technologists who are now the government says basically more powerful than the government as they'll say about Elon Musk but you have to ask yourself is that intentional see I told you they're setting Elon Musk up to be the president of the technocracy he's been anointed on Joe Rogan show he's the guy playing the part of Tony Stark so the government has outsourced the management of these systems that are sometimes used to manage society to the technologists. See, that's why I told you we're already converting to a technocracy. So you have these figureheads, these puppets, these clowns in Congress and sitting inside the White House that put these directors into place, that then hand these contracts out to the technologists, and then the technologists are managing the government from the private sector. Look at Jeff Bezos, right? Jeff Bezos owns Amazon. Amazon Web Services runs the majority of the databases. Uh, They host them on their cloud for the CIA. So therefore, now you're putting technologists in charge of major parts of these Bureaucracy. So we basically have these technocratic oligarchs like Bezos, Elon Musk, Mark Zuckerberg, um, Peter Thiel running these parts of the government. So, in effect, we are now this sort of quasi representative democracy slash technocracy. It goes on to say a government in which elected officials appoint experts and professionals to administer individual government functions and recommend legislation can be considered technocratic. All right. So you hear that? A government in which elected officials appoint experts and professionals to administer individual government functions. That's what I just talked about. That's what Peter Thiel is. That's what Elon Musk is. Uh, when they set up these artificial intelligence cyber councils with people like Eric Schmidt, the former head of Google, uh, and they put these guys in charge of these committees that then recommend legislation uh, to these Uh, elected officials or to the president uh, then what happens is they come up with the plans for how the technology is going to be used to manage the country manage the world manage the supply chains and such so you have the technocrats the technologists actually creating the policy which streamlines the government now you have this illusion of the representative democracy hiring the technologists to build the technocracy but at the end of the day when people like Eric Schmidt Jeff Bezos Elon Musk and Peter Thiel are making the decisions on how the country will be managed then you end up moving into the most extreme form of technocracy extreme form of technocracy which is the government running as a technical or engineering problem, right? So you're actually moving into that direction. You can see it. I mean, the last two and a half years under COVID land the high school theater production. You know, the country was basically run by Dr. Fauci, or so you're to believe the country was basically run by Dr. Fauci, Dr. Burks, Dr. Redfield, these scientists and these engineers. All right, let's continue. It says, uh, I'll repeat this, a government in which elected officials appoint experts and professionals to administer individual government functions and recommend legislation can be considered technocratic. Some uses of the word refer to a form of meritocracy, where the ablest are in charge, ostensibly without the influence of special interest groups. Critics have suggested that a technocratic divide challenges more participatory models of democracy, describing these divides as, quote, efficacy gaps that persist between governing bodies employing technocratic principles and members of the general public aiming to contribute to government decision making. So I think you understand, folks, that we are basically here already And as I've said to you uh, in past episodes, major parts of the supply chain, the distribution of goods, all of this is being now consolidated under the technocrats via the so-called private sector through the new gig industry. And so what has happened is that they've been moving a lot of the blue-collar folks, the service industry folks, over to the gig industry in forms of Instacart, the grocery uh, service app, uh, DoorDash, Uber Eats, uh, You know all these food um, delivery services under Uber, Lyft, the taxi services. And you can go through hundreds of gig apps, hundreds of gig apps now. Uh, in all types of services, things you wouldn't even imagine. On top of it, you take people in the creative arts, graphic designers, video editors, all this stuff is being consolidated under companies like Fiverr. And so what happens is all of the workers uh, in the world now are being driven into these digital ghettos of service providers. And now what you're seeing happen Uh, the more people they shift into gig work, the people that are now not pursuing further education, people that are not uh, launching their own small businesses, uh, people that are now slaves to this digital plantation called gig work, the more they move over into that, and then they start lowering those people's income because the technocrats, the gig companies, control how much you can make on those platforms. Uh, Remember yesterday, we were talking about personalized Um, echo chamber feedback loops and we talked about when two people would stand next to each other and google the same thing you'd end up with different results that happens with the gig apps you could be in a parking lot on instacart you and i could both have a five-star rating meaning we're supposed to both get access to the big batches or all of the batches in the system and you might have six orders on your screen and i might have three orders on my screen and they are totally different and so that means that they can personalize uh, your options and so they can rig how much money you can make. And so you're allowing now the technocrats to control the workers uh, as well as control how much money people can make. You know, it's all very technocratic folks and now we know that this stuff is actually going on and so i say they're driving people into these digital ghettos and the ultimate goal of the technocracy is to control the means of production and the means of distribution and so now what you're going to see is the um Okay, so let me just explain this. There is a supposed war, a battle going on, again, I believe totally orchestrated, where the government is now saying that the gig workers, because they are independent contractors, meaning they are not employees of the individual gig companies, so there's a lot of people, in order to make a certain amount per day or to have options, they will run Instacart, DoorDash, Uber, all at the same time on their phone, and they'll jump from doing a grocery delivery to driving Somebody in their car. They're making use on all the platforms. So now the government is coming in under the guise of the independent contractors being treated unfairly, which they are, uh, but the government does not love you. They're not there to protect you. And so what now they're saying is that we have to protect you. And now these companies are going to have to hire you as employees. And if that happens, what I believe is actually going on is that the government will now drive you into the arms of one of these companies. So now you might be an employee, but you're going to be limited now to only being able to be signed in and work for one of them at a time. And then effectively, what they've done is they pulled everyone out of uh, small business, mom and pop shops, moved them into the human cloud gig work. Klaus Schwab calls it the human cloud in his 2016 book, The Force Industrial Revolution. And so now they're going to drive everyone under the employment of the technocracy. So you see they consolidated the workforce, Monopolized the workforce and moved everyone, they will move everyone right under the full control basically getting rid of human autonomy so even though gig work is a sham and it feels like you have autonomy it was all a setup to push you into the digital workforce ghetto and now they will control you and human autonomy will be gone because you will be under control of the technocracy when we get back more on this i am dustin gold with the dustin gold standard i'll be right back right here on pain.tv slash gold you're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Payne.TV. Join the discussion at Payne.TV slash gold. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Pain.tv. Join the Ladies and gentlemen, we are back from the break. My name is Dustin Gold. This is the Dustin Gold Standard. And you are listening to pain.tv slash gold. Come and join us over there, folks. For just a few dollars a month. It is worth your investment, ladies and gentlemen. And I just heard, I just heard through a birdie. And I'm not sure. Don't, don't 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 hold me to this, but I think I think Commander Payne might be working on getting a few more uh, folks over to the Payne.TV platform to create uh, some additional content in their areas of expertise. So this could get quite interesting over the next year. I'm glad I joined up with this outfit, folks. I really am. All right, let's get into the history of the term again. We're just doing broad strokes here, folks. I just want to introduce you to this and show you, you know, my train of thought. Introduce you to um, where I'm coming from on this, my worldview at this point. So, the history of the term technocracy. The term technocracy is derived from the Greek words um, techne, meaning skill, and kratos, meaning power as in governance or rule, so technocratic or technological uh, skill-based power, skill-based governance. William Henry Smith, that's Smith with a Y, a California engineer is usually credited with inventing the word technocracy in 1919 to describe, quote, the rule of the people made effective through the agency of their servants, the scientists and engineers, end quote, although the word had been used before on several occasions. So, this is just giving you a little taste of the history of this stuff, all right? So, this guy, William Henry Smith, California engineer, is usually credited with inventing this word in 1999. And so let's just read this one more time. The rule of the people made effective through the agency of their servants, the scientists and engineers, right? So we are supposed to believe that the scientists and the engineers are going to govern us uh, via the rule of the people, like what we want the scientists and engineers will make happen, right? Smith used the term technocracy in his 1919 article technocracy ways and means to gain industrial democracy in the journal industrial management smith's usage referred to industrial democracy a movement to integrate workers into decision making through existing firms or revolution all right so if you are to believe the scientists and engineers are going to make the world a better place and basically we are going to just vote on it and the scientists and engineers are going to make it happen i don't know folks have you ever had a conversation with a scientist or an engineer at christmas at thanksgiving (laughs) anywhere are you a scientist or engineer you're going to listen to me if i tell you i want this to happen you're going to just make it happen you're going to tell me i'm an idiot i don't know what i'm talking about dustin uh, humans are inefficient we need to engineer them to be smarter the engineers and the scientists believe they're the smartest guys in the room and they always want to find problems and fix problems whether problems actually exist and then they force us into the problem reaction solution loop all right Let's continue. In the 1930s, through the influence of Howard Scott and the technocracy movement he founded, the term technocracy came to mean government by technical decision-making. Government by technical decision-making. Using an energy metric of value. Scott proposed that money be replaced by energy certificates, denominated in units such as ergs or joules, equivalent in total amount to an appropriate national net energy budget, and then distributed equally among the North American population according to resource availability. All right, do you hear that? So let's just look at this. (laughs) You know, carbon credits, now uh, ESGs and all this stuff, folks. This is not new. This is not new. So you see here Howard Scott, who founded the technocracy movement, which we will get into shortly, back in the 1930s, said that money should be replaced by energy certificates, all right, equivalent in total amount to an appropriate national net energy budget, and then distributed equally among the North American population. So this concept of energy certificates is not new ladies and gentlemen the climate change debate you see going on today it's not really a debate anymore uh now the worldwide technocracy has said climate change is real and so we are changing everything around to live up to these new climate standards whether you like it or not so apparently the will of the people is not being enacted by these scientists and engineers or at least the will of of the majority of people, the will of the 1% is being enacted by the scientists and the engineers, the technologists, the technocrats. All right, it goes on to say, there is in common usage found the derivative term technocrat. The word technocrat can refer to someone exercising governmental authority because of their knowledge. A member of a powerful technical elite or someone who advocates the supremacy of technical experts. McDonnell and Valbruzzi define a prime minister or minister as a technocrat if, quote, at the time of their appointment to government, they have never held public office under the banner of a political party are not a formal member of any party and are said to possess recognized non-party political expertise which is directly relevant uh, relevant to the role occupied in government end quote in russia the president of russia is often nominated ministers based on technical expertise from outside political circles and these have been referred to as quote technocrats end quote so if you look at the system that we have here all right you will have okay you will say there are two major parties republican and democrat but if you are to believe like i do that that is just a scam, it's to keep people driven into the uh, right-left paradigm, not recognizing the war on humanity itself, then whether these people chosen from the Republican or Democrat Party actually mean nothing. And so we're seeing more of we saw the rise coming out of Obama. It was happening before that. But this idea of these czars, these people in charge of departments that were not run through congressional committees and uh, went through, you know, the the traditional uh, dog and pony show committee hearings and answer questions and the whole vetting process. So you had these czars that were just chosen by the president to be in charge of various departments, and they were almost doubled up with the directors that had to go through the vetting process. But even the directors float back and forth between Republican and Democrat, and most of them are actually not Political, as far as parties are concerned, they're just career bureaucrats. And so then they get in charge, they have control of the budgets, and then they're outsourcing the dirty work to the technologists like Elon Musk, Peter Thiel, and others. All right. So as you can see, we are already in a technocracy. And you could sit there and say, well, the representative republic part of this, the representative democracy part of this is that in my congressional district, you know, Joe runs against Mary and we can vote for one or the other. Yes, you can do that. But at the end of the day, have you seen government really change? It barely changes. It uh, doesn't matter who, who's in power. I mean, if, if you say to yourself, well, Trump won and the stock market was up, or my 401k was up, and now Biden's in and my 401k drops by 25%. At the end of the day, Trump didn't really do anything to change the course of the country. Look at the final year of his presidency. With COVID land the high school theater production, but there was a lot of buildup to get to the point of COVID land the high school theater production. We just weren't paying attention to it because it wasn't affecting us. But all of the systems were being put into place to be able to pull off a COVID land the high school theater production, which was really, in my opinion, uh, the great reset. But more importantly, the the illusion. Uh, the shell game where we switched from at least this corrupt constitutional republic, basically we were under corporatism at that point, over to the technocracy. It was a shift. It was a sleight-of-hand move. All right, let's just talk briefly about the precursors, and then we're going to talk about the technocracy movement. So it says here, before the term technocracy was coined, technocratic or quasi-technocratic ideas Involving governance by technical experts were promoted by various individuals, most notably early socialist theorists such as Henry de St. Simon. This was expressed by the belief in state ownership of the economy with the state's function being transformed from pure philosophical rule over men into a scientific administration of things and a direction of production processes under scientific management. According to Daniel Bell, quote, St. Simon's vision of industrial society, a vision of pure technocracy, was a system of planning and rational order in which society would specifically – in which society would specify its needs and organize the factors of production to achieve that so you see there it's it's operating under this concept that the state owns the economy so the state controls the economy and therefore the state's function is transformed from pure philosophical rule over men into a scientific administration of things and a direction of production processes under scientific management. So the state controls the economy, and now it will be managed by science. Citing the ideas of St. Simon, Bell concludes that the, quote, administration of things, end quote, by rational judgment, is the hallmark of technocracy. All right? administration of things by rational judgment is the hallmark of technocracy so fully controlled by these technologists by these scientists and these engineers and it's the administration of things of things alexander Bogdanov, a russian scientist and social theorist also anticipated a conception of technocratic process. Both Bogdanov's fiction and his political writings, which were highly influential, suggest that he expected a coming revolution against capitalism to lead to a technocratic society. So for those people who love capitalism, and we're not gonna get into uh, capitalism here, some of these original thought leaders in this technocratic space were pitting capitalism up against technocracy so create a revolution against capitalism to push in technocracy now if we had true free market capitalism uh, where you can buy sell trade whatever without the interference of government that is one thing but see our capitalist society has been so completely corrupted that it then leaves open For something like technocracy to come creeping in the same way I explained to you yesterday that I believe that the power brokers, the elites, the prison planet wardens intentionally intentionally allowed us to see how dirty and corrupt government is so that we will cheer on the idea of a new government. So our representative democracy, which has basically been replaced by, you know, fascist communism and capitalism, which has been replaced by the same thing, are now ripe for the taking for a new form of government technocracy that will sound great. You know, you're going to be rewarded with energy tokens or you know, CBDC or something, it's going to sound fantastic. They're going to make it sound equitable. And they're going to put someone like Elon Musk out there to say that the private sector, these true humanists have come up with a solution to manage society and it will be fair and equitable because technology driven by managed by artificial intelligence will make sure that it is fair that everyone has access to work and everyone has access to goods. So you have to collapse the current system, make it appear to be corrupt and dirty and disgusting, and you have to collapse that, turn people against it in order to usher in a new form of government. That is how you create sort of this soft revolution. So to the point where people will actually be begging for it. Ladies and gentlemen, I am begging for a break. Absorb that. I am Dustin Gold with the Dustin Gold Standard right here at pain.tv slash gold. More listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on pain.tv. Join the discussion at pain.tv slash gold.